Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phil Switch. I'm Phil Carut, and I am joined by my fearless co-host, Brock Tamarino. The Phil Switch podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. Sal's Tire Caps. Christmas is just around the corner. Sal's Tire Caps are always a great stocking stuffer. You know, Brock, I'm starting to think that Sal is just emptying out his uh, sent messages or drafts, and he's sending those in lieu of the actual copy he's supposed to be sending us. Um, or maybe this was, I don't know. Anyway, Brock, how you doing? I've had a pretty good week so far. Um, just some relaxation and uh, work. That's about all for me. And uh, Tactical Tim is back. Uh, he actually did a spot for us earlier. Uh, so we're glad to see he's back. Uh, he said no commitments. Um, and actually, I think we'll be talking to uh, Tactical Tim later. Because um, I spoke with him earlier. He said he's going to try to call in. So, uh, But anyway, Brock, how you doing? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, just to uh, talk about, uh, you asked me about Sal's. I, I really don't know what's going on because last week was like some uh, email about uh, uh, cleaning out the back room to some lady. And today it's about Christmas, which uh, uh got to be honest with you, Phil, it's uh, February. Don't feel like Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah, it's it's got to be that I I don't know what he's doing. Um our producer talks with Sal. Uh, for those that uh, might not be aware, um, our producer talks to Sal on occasion. Um, I don't know that Brock or I have ever spoken with Sal. And uh, I, I don't even really know what the agreement is. The producer just said that uh, he owes him one and uh, he owes Sal one. And uh, the fill switch is what he owes him, I guess. So, But uh, anyway, Brock, I was thinking today, um, so President Biden went and visited, uh, uh, Kiev or Kiev in, uh, Ukraine, um, on President's Day, which was yesterday. And then, uh, today I saw that Twitter, maybe other social media too, but Twitter was flooded with, uh, apparently some speech that, uh, Biden gave that now people are afraid of World War III, which I think I've been seeing that stuff for a while since the whole Russia-Ukraine started, um, but it got me thinking that if World War III is here, all of the preppers look pretty smart right now. Um, and I was just wondering, Brock, are, are you a prepper? Uh, no. I mean, I you know, we have extra groceries in the house and, uh, you know, um, that's about it. So I guess if, you know, I mean, obviously we have ways to... Uh, protect or defend ourselves but uh as far as i guess what maybe i think of prepping where you know you're in a bunker and you've got like uh food stores for like three or four months uh, i'm not I'm, I'm not a prepper i i would not i would not feel uh prepared i gotta be honest with you brock i'm, I'm about the same uh yeah i have stuff we could you know uh protect or defend ourselves assuming you know, not just a missile coming in through our house. Uh, kind of hard to defend that. Not sure I could dodge it. And uh, food-wise, we have a little bit extra, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how much extra we would have. Uh, so not really a prepper myself. I've known uh, people that claim to be preppers. They seem very prepared, very ready to go, which, 
God bless them. Um, so uh, yeah, to the listeners out there, kind of curious here on the fill switch, are you a prepper? Would you consider yourself a prepper? And what does that mean to you as far as being a prepper? So we actually have the phones already ringing. So, uh, Jerry, Jerry, you were on the line with the fill switch. Are you a prepper? Uh, what do you consider a prepper to be? If you're a prepper, what kind of things, what kind of items do you have? Jerry, the, the floor is yours here at the fill switch. Well, that's a pretty interesting question. See, uh, if I were to be preparing for World War III as a prepper, as it were, my uncle always said that gotta make sure you got food, gotta make sure you got some kind of way to defend yourself or protect yourself in the case and y'all to need to be doing that. And he talked about plenty of water, also a good hiding spot. You know, some people dig them holes. So I guess if World War Three were coming, that's maybe advice I'd give to people if they were prepping. So you said you had an uncle that was a prepper and gave you some advice. Are you a prepper yourself, Jerry? I guess I... I guess I would fancy myself a prepper to a degree. I mean... I got some extra food. I got some ways to defend myself. I'm talking about ammunition and stuff like that. Mm, I got water. Every time I go out to the store, I buy a couple cases and just throw them on down in the basement there. And maybe not every time I go to the store, that'd be a lot of water. But I also drink it from time to time, so that's something. I don't want it to spoil. But I reckon I've got plenty of food stores. So how much, uh, if I... Uh, okay, we, so we, Phil and I were just talking about this before you came on. If you have... If you're storing food, like you said, you got you're getting like a case of water. Maybe at least it sounds like every other or every couple of times you're going to the store. So I would think you've got a pretty nice reserve of some water there. How much uh, food would you say? Like, do do you know how much food you have? Like, as far as extending out to like months or uh, weeks, years. Uh, I reckon if I had to think about it. And I were to go down to the basement, that's where I'm going to go. If all this goes up in flames. I reckon I got maybe a year to a year and 15 days worth of food. Maybe. 
give or take, depending on how hungry I get down there. Wow, a year's... See, I, yeah, I wouldn't have anywhere near close to a year. I feel like I would have to go to your house, Jerry, and visit you there. You don't want to do that. Because I got... They're inactive right now, but when I go to the basement, I'm going to flip a switch, and then I got all these booby traps that'll activate in my yard. Holy crap, you got you got booby traps in your yard? Well, they're not active. No, but I mean, you, you, yet you have booby traps ready to go in your yard? Well, yeah. Because if I'm in the basement, well... People are coming around my property. I'm. It's kind of foolish to leave my basement, so I just let my booby traps take care of them. I guess. Like, what kind of booby traps do you have? Well, that's another thing my uncle told me is that if you're prepare, if you're prepping, right? You're prepping. You best to leave your plans to yourself. Because even though you and Brock seem like two nice guys, mm, I reckon things, I reckon if things get tough, mm, you guys, you know, might not uh, be as friendly. So you might come over to my place and think, well, I reckon Jerry, I reckon I could take some of his stuff. And I guess depending on if you came to the front yard or the backyard or the side yard or the other side yard would depend on what kind of damage you run into. So, I'm not going to give it away, but for the most part, between them four yards, you got a chance of losing your head, your testicles, your kneecaps, or your toes. (laughs) So, the booby traps are that specific? Yep. (laughs) Okay. So, if... um, if World War Three happens, um, leave Jerry alone. That's what you're saying. Well, I mean, I don't want to come off like a mean guy, but yeah, I guess. I mean, I've only really stocked up for myself and a couple of my friends. I know I guess they'll bring some of their stuff over, but so are your friends living with you? No, they ain't living with me. So if as soon as everything starts going south, if if you go down to your basement and turn your booby traps on, how are your friends gonna get to you? Well I guess that's a good question. Cause the plan for the plan for us is that if stuff starts going bad, I go to the basement and activate the booby traps, and then they meet me at my house. 
बड़ा गैशिफ प्लान इज डेट वर्ल्ड वॉर थ्री स्टार्ट एंड आई हेर समबड़ी आउट ऑन द पोर्ट से हे वर्ल्ड वॉर थ्री स्टार्ट एंड आई गो टू मै बेसमेंट एंड टर्न ऑन द बूबी ट्रैप्स एंड मै फ्रेंड्स कम ओवर It uh, looks like your friends are going to be losing a head, testicles, kneecaps, or toes. Yeah, right. See, we have it all typed out on a Word document. And I'm thinking that maybe... Maybe... We might need to revisit that. Now that I'm thinking about it and saying it out loud. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I, I, I think the plan works very well for you, uh, but not so well for your friends. So you might want to go back and tweak that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to need to tweak it. All right, Jerry. Well, uh, thank you for uh, giving us some insight into your um, uh, prepper lifestyle or uh, being a prepper. Uh, thank you very much, Jerry. Uh, next on the line, just like I predicted, Tactical Tim. Tactical Tim, you're on the line. We were just talking about you, saying that we appreciated you doing a spot for us again. And um, anyway, we were talking about preppers, as, as you might know, and we were looking for input from our listeners, as Brock and I are completely not really preppers at all, which now talking to Jerry, maybe we shouldn't be saying out loud. But anyway, um, Tactical Tim. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, Tactical Tim here. Uh, yeah, first of all, um, I've been listening to the whole conversation since you guys started, flipped on the uh, flipped on the radio here, been listening to you guys. Um, so let me answer one question because I've gotten a lot of questions about it. Uh, Tactical Tim, how much more, how often are you going to be uh, doing spots on behalf of the Phil Switch? Um, I'm happy to say that I am back, um, but I don't know how regular that will be. I'm still kind of giving myself some space, letting myself recover from um, what happened with the Queen. As you guys know, I've talked about this, or I talked about it on a previous show, that the reason I kind of went underground as it were, um, and not doing as many uh, spots as I was doing for you guys, which I was able to work that out with your producer, and uh, he's been very generous. I'm, I'm still uh, going to be active with you guys. Um, you know, when the queen passed away, I just, I, you know, just long story short, I felt like had I been on the queen's guard, maybe things had gone would have gone differently. Um, a lot of people have said, Tim, you can't beat yourself up for that. Um, from everything we know, it was illness and uh, eventually natural causes or caught natural causes from the illness. Um, it had nothing to do with any type of uh, lapse in tactics, uh, which I still am mulling over that. I feel like maybe some people told me that to make me feel better. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but I, you know, I'm still trying to work through that myself and process that. But anyway, uh, I'll be back. I'll be trying to do some more spots for you guys. Uh, I don't know when this show is coming out, so I don't want to give away what I did. As far as the spot for you guys, you're just going to have to check it out. Um, 
if it's not out already, check it out here in the future. Or if it's already out and you didn't catch it, go back and catch it. Very good info in there. So prepping, prepping. Yeah, it's a, uh, <clears throat> sorry guys, I got something in my throat here. <laughs> uh, you know, keep it clean. Um, it's a, it's a thing that you really have to commit a hundred percent to, uh, prepping. So I heard you guys talking and it made me laugh a little bit. Uh, you guys said that you got a couple X, you know, maybe a couple weeks worth. Um, people like to prepare for at least three months worth guys. I'm telling you right now as a prepper myself, if you're not preparing for at least 10 years out, um, you're not prepared. And if you're just preparing now, um, you know, <laughs> I had a fellow tactician that once told me about preppers. He said, it's funny that once things start happening, people are like, I better become a prepper. Uh, you don't want to be saying that. Uh, what you want to say is I have preppered, um, which means you've already prepper. Um, so if you're a prepper currently, uh, what my buddy's feelings was is like, you'll probably last two days uh, before you either get blown up or starve to death. Uh, that's why he said, you want to be a preppered um, where you're already ready. So I have at least 10 years worth of food um, in my, I'm not going to call it a bunker because that gives it away where it's at, in my area. I'll say, um, I have plenty of provisions. I have ways to defend myself, protect myself. Of course, everything's very tactically sound. Um, I even have a contraption where if I have to scan over something, right, I'm scanning, I'm scanning. If I have to scan over something, uh, obviously you guys know what's uh, going to be covered with what I've prepared. Um, you're, if, so if you're, if you're out scanning and you're if you're out scanning your area is going to be covered no no phil uh my area is naturally well i don't want to say naturally that gives some way um my area is taken care of what i'm trying to get at phil is if i'm scanning scanning right and i'm scanning and i have my provisions and stuff but i'm scanning i've already got something checking my six I've already got that figured out. Now, of course, I'm working with some um, manufacturers, uh, contractors to come out with a uh, get my six. I'm just calling it right now. I'm calling it that like kind of as a placekeeper. But um, it's those glasses I was talking to you guys about. Going to kind of retool that. Uh, the glasses looked a little bit ridiculous. It kind of looked like something like if the Matrix and Dumbo uh, were to have a baby, that's what my original concept ended up being. So I kind of scrapped that uh, Ray-Ban and Oakley wasn't on with it. I said, I get it, guys. I get it. Um, and so I'm retooling that. But yeah, you want to make sure you have at least about 10 years worth of food, uh, ammunition. Uh, I'll just say there can never be enough. And then um, anything else, uh, you want to make sure you want uh, uh, pl t plenty of socks, plenty of boots, combat boots, uh, tactical boots. Uh, you want a little bit of both combat and tactical because you might go from a tactical situation to a combat situation. Um, and sometimes it's nice to have a hybrid boot, but sometimes it's also nice to get cover, change your boots, 
and then go into combat mode. And if somebody, if you change from tactical to combat and then somebody decides I don't want to combat you anymore, which might happen, the intimidation factor might be so high um, that they might decide to pull out of the combat. It's okay to wear your combat boots back to where your area is. And you can change back into your tactical at that time when you get back there. But I uh, really want to make sure you have a nice, um, a nice collection of combat and tactical boots. You can try to go with the hybrid boots, but you're going to be disappointed. You're, you're going to see that they don't, they don't perform, you know, a tactical boot might not perform as well as a combat boot and a combat boot might not perform as well as a tactical boot for, for, uh, that given design. So just something to think about. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I don't even notice. And I'm like, well, maybe you haven't been in real combat. Um, maybe you're not as tactically sound as you think. Um, but, you know, and I don't mean that as an insult. It's just it's a growing experience. It comes with experience and wisdom, uh, knowledge, uh, intelligence, um, uh, other brain stuff. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm coming at with the uh, prepper thing. Remember, don't be a prepper, be a preppered. All right. Thank you, uh, Tactical Tim. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, guys. Remember, guys, uh, stay tactical, stay practical. All right. Thank you, Tim. Um, all right. So we are, uh, I, I think, I think it's time to call it, call it a show. Uh, now I know, I feel like I know more about prepping. I can say that much Brock. And, uh, yeah. So if, if, uh, you're out there and you wanted to be a prepper, remember, um, don't be a prepper, be a prep erd and go out and get your 10 years worth of food. I, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine what ten years of food stored looks like. Can you, Brock? I have a hard time imagining what uh, uh, three weeks of food stored looks like. So no, I can't even imagine ten years. I feel I feel like it's excessive, but I also feel like you know, like if you're in this apocalyptic time, ten years of food might seem like not a lot. So. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to prep. I don't know. Uh, I guess I need to start focusing on being a prepper, which maybe may, might be too late now. Anyway, guys, as always, thanks for listening. Um, and don't forget to check out my other podcast, the first and 15th, which I co-host with Kaplowitz over at Kaplowitz Media. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so through email by uh, contacting us at thefillswitch at gmail.com. Again, that's thefillswitch at gmail.com. We wish you all a great week, and we'll talk to you soon here at The Fill Switch.